Hello and welcome to episode number 107 of the Hobbies and Happiness Podcast, where we talk about the hobby that makes us happy, card games. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Jim. Today we're going to be talking about the future of card games. All right. Uh, yeah, you, I, you do want to say that because I the think that I, I think that was actually a good, um, a good moniker. Yeah. To, uh, of what we're going to talk about. So, um, we're moniker or mo- mana curve. Yes. Yes, I like it. Mana curve. Mana curve. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're we're talking about a, a very interesting, a very broad, general, but also specific mm-hmm. topic yes. a- on today's episode. Yeah. This entire conversation got brought up because <laughs> I was getting beat and then I cuz you were the one who brought it up. Because uh, you, yeah. you brought up the initial topic, <laughs> yeah. and then Jim made a comment as we're talking because I have a tendency to, whether or not I agree or disagree, just take the opposing <laughs> position. And Jim, what, do you remember Do you remember the comment that you made? I don't remember exactly, <laughs> but I was like, okay, if Dan is ever losing a lot in a card game, don't bring up something to talk about <laughs> because he's just mad. <laughs> and in all honesty, like in that, in that moment, I wasn't mad. I wasn't upset. <laughs> It was just, it, it really turned into a good conversation. He's like, F this deck. <laughs> it turned into a good conversation. Yeah. And I genuinely just disagreed with the specific <sighs> point that Jim made. I, yeah. I agreed with everything else he said. Um, and we'll, we'll get into did it. Did he though? Well, I did. I, I did. It was just the one thing that you said was going to come into Lorcana. I just said, I don't think it will. Yeah. Every, literally everything else, I'm like, well, I, you, I agree. Well, you did say, you're like, I don't see it being here within five years. <laughs> Yeah, true. Yeah, true. I'm like, oh, I should true. be in here with this. True. So anyway, we'll, we'll talk about it. But but before we get into oh, it, we right. need to talk about our sponsor. If you head over to our affiliate link, www.audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness, you can sign up for your free 30-day trial of Amazon's Audible service. Jim, what is Audible? What's Amazon's Audible uh, service? I think it's something to do with like audiobooks and, uh, you know, you can listen to them. Uh, also, with the the link, you can actually get one free audiobook. That's right. Uh, from us. It's on us. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're a Prime member, you can actually get two. That's right. Uh, so if, if you follow that link, you sign up for your free 30-day trial, you get one free credit added to your account. That's right. One free credit that you can use to exchange for one free audiobook on the service. And just like Jim said, if your name is on Prime you get two free credits onto your account. Thanks for well, throwing me under the bus, man. That's 100%. And, <laughs> and what's better is if you don't like the service, you can cancel before the end of the 30 days, but you still get to keep those credits on your account. So again, www.audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness. Sign up for your free 30 trial today. Now, one thing I want to get into the habit of is if you are a listener, if you enjoy this podcast, do us a favor, whatever service you're listening on, leave us a review, hit, leave us a five-star review, leave us a review that helps. That helps us. It helps the show get into more ears. So for you audio listeners, do us a favor, leave a review. That way we can start growing on all of these podcasting yep. platforms. So do us a favor. Uh, again, hit, hit that link, wherever that link is. Um, give us a five star review. Leave leave a review, and then maybe we'll start reading them. I'm on pretty the show. sure it's free to do. That right? is 100 percent free. 100 percent free. free. We, we 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 do have a one star review. Uh, well, they didn't leave a review. They just put one star. Uh, but we've but let's let's keep that up. Thanks. So again, if 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 you're a of a valued listener, which you, if you're listening to this, you 100 percent are a valued listener. Thanks for being here. But again, if you could do that, that would really help the show. All right, so. Yes, this was a very interesting conversation. Now, I know we've talked about on the show before, we've talked about power creep. Yes. Um, I can't remember what episode that is. If you're watching on YouTube, I'll try and link that. Uh, That's definitely one that I'll get and link in the show notes Mm. for sure. Um, But this conversation does kind of delve into it because through through this entire conversation, Jim made a good point. Basically about how card games need to evolve over time, which is which is very true. Mm-hmm. Now, um, let's just get into it. So we were playing Disney Lorcana. Okay. Um, would you remember the, what deck you were playing? Uh, I was playing the um, the villains uh, yeah. amber, amber purple amber. Yes, amber amethyst. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I can't remember what I was playing. Oh, I think I was probably just playing like the item the item stuff that just didn't yeah, work because you were doing the red blue version of it at yeah, start. Yeah, that's right. And then you played the steel. The steel, deck. Yeah, 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 right, right. 
So through that, because um, you were the one who initially brought it up. Yeah, I don't even know how. I think you just randomly just said, you know what would be better? It was it, it was because of the Ariel. The, oh, that's right. Because I'm like, just make her bigger. Make because her bigger. It's so such a bad card right now. Because she she I mean, has she, potential. She, so yes. so we're specifically talking about Ariel, who's a collector. The body is bad, um so. an uninkable four cost three three one. Okay. Yes. So, but she has a great ability on her that whenever you play an item, you can ready her. Okay. Yep. So the entire idea with Ariel is to quest ready, quest ready, quest ready, just yes. machine gun off a bunch of quests. Yep. That's the entire yep. idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've been working on it for a while, um, and I know there are decks out there that do it uh, that do it well. Um, I haven't played enough. That's the thing is like I haven't played enough, and it just yeah. it seemed like every game that I played just didn't go very well. Yeah. But also the matchup just were not favorable yeah. at all. I think in like a more mid-range style deck that you're versing, I mm-hmm. think it'll do pretty nicely. Right, right. So Jim basically made the comment of, you know, what would be better is if she just had a better stat line on her. So <laughs> ma- instead of a 3-3, three, three, even just making her a 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. And then I just I made a snide comment. It was like, well, duh. <laughs> like, <laughs> wouldn't everything be better <laughs> yeah. with a... Um, with better stat lines, okay? Yep. And so then we started talking about um, essentially attachments, mm-hmm. attachments, equipment, Item attachments, I- items, okay? So currently in Lorcana, there there are items already, okay? Mm-hmm. They do not have a specific zone on the board, on the playmat. It's just you play them out and they're there, okay? Mm-hmm. There's each, each color has a couple of items. Some have more, some have less, yeah. all right? But at current, the, none, none of them attach, okay? Mm-hmm. So... It's like Jim, pseudo attachment stuff, but yeah. pseudo right now. So Jim, go through like your baseline uh, if you can. Like oh go man. through your like baseline argument and essentially what make your case for what you were trying to 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 say at that point. If 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 you can, yeah. I mean, it is. It's a little bit difficult. I haven't uh, I even know. really thought too much about it. Um, but just just the idea of bringing in some items that can make sense to me in the game of you know you you can. And turn it into something good of like Triton's, what is it? Trident? Yes. It's so weird to say. King Triton's, Triton's Trident. Tri- there we yeah, go. The Trident. Yes. Uh, you know, Mulan's father's sword. Like yes. there's a couple things that you're able to, you know, the the scepter of Arendelle, mm-hmm. which is not an, it's an item, but it's, it's not. It's an item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so... It was just ways that it made sense to me that you could bring it in. And, thematically, correct? Yeah, thematically. Yeah. And then also just have ways to buff up these characters that just need that little extra help to really make a build around style list. And when you say that, you're specifically saying, like with the Scepter, for example, instead yeah. of having it be in... Again, in magic terms, an artifact, yeah. we are now making it an equipment where you can now attach it or equip yeah. it. Yes. Okay? Yeah. And so... <laughs> You think this is something that y- y- that we will see in Lorcana in the near future? Yeah, in the near future, I'd see it. Okay, mm-hmm. so we we were, essentially we were talking about the idea of attachments, equipments, and how they're in every for the most part they're in a Pretty lot much, of yeah. they're in a lot of combat focused, <laughs> combat oriented card games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I. immediately as soon as Jim started talking about it, I basically said, I don't think that's that. <laughs> Uh, number one, I don't think it fits what the designers of Lorcana are trying to build, number one. Mm-hmm. And then I basically said, number two, I think it's, for lack, of, for lack of a better term, too confusing for what they're trying, for what their goal is with the game, mm-hmm. okay? Again, I fully recognize and fully understand that these types of effects, cards, are in just about every card game, okay? Mm-hmm. So... So that's kind of like the baseline arguments, right? Mm-hmm. So Jim essentially thinks that we're going to see <laughs> attachments, attach yeah. items. You think we're going to see item cards able to be attached to characters yeah, yeah. in the near future, correct? Yeah, in the near future, yes. Okay. Now, can you can you drill down on what the near future is? Because I believe you did say within the next five years, correct? Yeah, it was... It- well, it was a thing of when we were arguing about it, and you're like, okay, I can see after five oh, years yeah. of it doing it. I'm like, 100% it's here before five years. I was just, 
Obviously, it's not guaranteed. 100%, so, but. and I initially, I initially said I don't think we would ever yeah. see it in the yeah. game. Okay, yeah. but then, kind of very quickly after I said that, I I took a step back from it, mm-hmm. and again, thinking about it from the standpoint of card games have to naturally evolve over time. Yeah, we can't. We have the baseline mechanics. Yep. We can't just have the baseline. I I don't think if you want to build a successful card game, you just have baseline mechanics forever. You have to evolve at some point. Yeah. And so my, because my initial argument essentially was, I I don't think they're, I just don't think the the designers of Lorcana and Disney are just going to want to have actual weapons being attached to their characters. But we also their items, have Dan. I know, <laughs> but then we also have the plasma blaster. Yes. <laughs> like an actual gun. <laughs> well, well it's fictional not real. Fiction, right, a um, fictional yeah, gun, right? Yeah. But it's still it's the it's the meme. So anyway, I started blast and I literally that was my meme after Gen yeah. Con was that yeah. was the deck. Yeah, anyway, blasting. I started blasting, yeah. right? Yep. So I don't think I can simultaneously hold those two thoughts and positions at the same time. Mm-hmm. So because and that's when I started thinking, like, all right. I I think my argument I think my argument falls apart based off of there's plasma blaster. Yeah. We've got again, you look at the artwork on the cards and even many of the films like, this, like Mulan. Yeah. So there's And isn't the steel Lilo also holding the blaster? She's holding well? the blaster. Yeah. She's holding the blaster. Right. Mm-hmm. Um so so that's why I said I think it would be if we did see them, it would be after five years. Mm-hmm. Right. Um because also, I, I do think within five years is just a little too quick for them to be introducing that type of mechanic for the um, target demographic. Right. Because I think the, the, the people that they're wanting to target with this type of game can handle what the game is currently. Yeah. And I think in order to introduce a mechanic like that, they'd have to go pretty slow. Mm-hmm. And again, that's, I'm not trying to like sound, be degrading to the people who play Lorcana. Cause again, I think Lorcana is great from the standpoint of you have a lot of, this is a lot of people's first TCG, yeah. which is great. It's yeah. great. And I think the reason this is becoming a lot of people's first TCG is because it's so simple <laughs> and streamlined. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think it is streamlined. Would you agree? Oh yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent. So, and that's why I'm like, I don't, I don't know if we're going to start seeing those types of cards. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, all right. So again, you think we're going to see it first five within I, five years? I can say, or what I would think, it would be between two and four years. Four. Okay. Now let me ask you this. Okay. Why do you think we would see something like that aside from thematics? Because mm-hmm. yes, you and and I agree with you that it 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 can make sense within the game thematically. Yeah. Yeah. But aside from that, why do you think we would see that type of mechanic and card introduced in Lorcana? Um, you know, I I have brought up it's just because other card games have done it, so it can work. It's more of other card games have done it, um, and it's not a. It doesn't seem like too complicated of a thing to really bring into the game. It's. We also look at the items we already have. We have these pseudo attachments, so it's like there's really not that much of a difference for it. So when you say – so what do you mean pseudo attachments, for example? All right, so the cards where it's like tap this, your creature gets plus one lore. Okay, so like the scepter? Um, or, yeah, give or it whatever. give it support, give it you know the, the rabbit watch to give something uh, rush. Okay. Right. So we have things that kind of do it, um, but we can, you know, just add a little bit more, and it's kind of just like, well, now we have attachments rather than okay. So, so, so here's the thing: in in practice, Mm -hmm. yes, it's pretty, it's pretty simple, and it's pretty easy. Where do you think? Because I know, I know my answer. I'm curious what you would think here. Mm -hmm. Where do you think that gets inherently a lot more complicated? Because yes, in practice, it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. But where does that easiness, for lack of a better term, fall apart? Uh, where would you think? I'm, I, mean, I don't know. I guess I'm like just more biased on thinking that it's just 
more simple. So where, it, where it are is. you going? So so where I'm going with this is the one thing we haven't seen yet. I don't I don't think we've seen this yet mm-hmm. at time of recording is we don't have comprehensive rules. Mm-hmm. We don't have comprehensive <laughs> rules for this. Yeah. And anyone who's great. and anyone who's played any card games for any amount of time knows those like that's going to be your bible number mm-hmm. 1. Number 2, are those documents ever small? No, not at all. <laughs> No. Are they easy to write? <laughs> easy to write? No. Because because they well, have they they have to be and they have to be insanely specific. Yes, don't yeah. they? Yeah. And so when we take even a even an a a simple to us mm-hmm. um, mechanic like oh you just attach it to this other mm-hmm. card. Well, what does that mean in the context of of the rules set? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I think it's just gotten it, – it, it can get very, very complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I'm like, I don't even know if they would want to touch that yet with a 10-foot pole because we don't have comprehensive rules. Mm-hmm. They're not – I don't – from my understanding, I don't think we're going to see any um, official organized play for at least a year. Yeah. And I think that's specifically to give them time to get all of the back end, including comprehensive rules set, yeah. set up. Yeah. Okay. Because again, this this is me, and I'm curious. I would assume you would agree. This is me fully acknowledging that this stuff to us, it it's it's all pretty simple, and it's mm-hmm. like we we understand. Like we, it's our world. We get it. Yeah. But to somebody who's new, if you don't have these, if you don't have all of this firmly, neatly tied in a bow, it mm-hmm. can fall flat very very quickly because. I mean, even at Gen Con, how many people were just like, okay, we have we have this insanely corner case rule. Yeah. How how would that ruling really be? You have to have all that. Yeah. You have to know how everything is gonna set. Yeah. Ju- judges, ju- judges to do it all or uh, be able to find they it got, quickly. Uh, exactly. It's there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot there. And that and that I think was kind of on my mind mm. when we were having this discussion. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really that was not said at all. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I was. And that's where I was going. Like yeah. I didn't communicate that effectively at all. He I, was mad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right, whatever. I'll go with it. <laughs> so that's, I think, part of my other reasoning. Okay. Uh, what What do you yeah, think? What I do you think see about that. all that? Um, yeah, it's definitely. I think, like, regardless, you're going to have so many rules. So it's like you make other cards that you now have to have other rules for. I, don't, I think regardless, it's just going to happen. <clears throat> like, figuring out the exact rulings on how stuff is set up. Right. But again, and again, we're talking about a company who... First TCG, they have – it's not that they don't have any experience because Ryan and Steve have the experience. I don't know of much – I mean I know there are other people on the team who have experience in TCGs. But they – they guys, if you're listening to this and you don't really fully understand – how popular this game is now they have this disney lorcana has catapulted and i like literally catapulted to the top of the market yeah like in (laughs) popularity in everything in everything and and it's also if i'm being honest it is it's because number the biggest thing is the ip okay Mm -hmm. the biggest thing is the ip right and you're seeing a lot of people jump on board you are seeing a lot of people jump in the bandwagon, hundred percent. Okay, whether you like that or not, hundred percent. There's people who are doing stuff because they're jumping on the bandwagon. Yes, because they see it's popular. Oh, yeah. hey, this is there's this. a market for it. There, because there's a market for it. Yeah, and that's not good, bad. Into it, it's the nature of the market. Yep, it's a hundred percent what Market's the market does. Market. Market's gonna market. <laughs> whether you're a creator, whether you're a marketer, whether you're so whatever. Yeah, that's how the market. That's how markets react. Yep. Okay. So, like I said, good, bad, and different. That's what that's what's happening, and that's what we're seeing right now. The market is exploding. Yeah, is exploding. <laughs> and when you don't have the proper infrastructure behind all of this, mm-hmm. it can come crashing down pretty quickly. Yeah. Right. So that's where I've always I'm like trying to 
pump the brakes a little bit because mm. like I said, like I agree, I agreed with pretty much everything you were mm. saying. The the one thing that I want to touch on a, a little bit as well is you had you you had just said right you were like, well, all these other card games have done it and they've done it. You know they they've done it well and it made sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll admit when we were having this conversation, I was just you know you know arguing out of spite a little bit but like i said man <laughs> <laughs> but um and and i don't remember what your opinion was on this um but my thought and opinion cuz one game that do- is doing this phenomenally well is alpha clash okay mm-hmm. and i'll get to it in a second right but what i had said was i don't think this that's a good a good enough reason to do mm-hmm. something because another card game does it mm-hmm. and they're successful mm-hmm. Just don't do don't make that be a reason for mm-hmm. doing something. Okay. Yeah, th- there was actually one thing I thought of when you were talking a lot about the the creator's point of view as to yeah. why it was brought in. Yeah. I was just like, what's to stop them from just lying to you? True. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is a reason, True. and then they're True. like, no, it's really just because every other True. game and people like items. <laughs> True. True. You're 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 hundred yeah. percent correct. You're hundred percent right. We'll never know. But I I also think as I I do think players in the communities can can sniff out bs like that too i do think they yeah can. i think it just depends on what's said and or yeah, yeah true <laughs> true true no no 100 100 yeah. and i and i think and i think games and designers who are genuine mm-hmm. um come across as the they are genuine and there mm-hmm. there's a real reason for this two games that i think are doing this phenomenally well Star Wars Unlimited mm-hmm. and Alpha Clash. Mm-hmm. Um, I love watching the FFG live streams. Um, Tyler is one of their designers. I love follow. If you guys don't follow him on Twitter, go follow him on Twitter. Um, well, I'll, I'll link it. I'll, I'll I'll link down in the description his Twitter handle. Um, but he goes on Twitter and just gives like short designer snippets mm-hmm. for why they make made certain decisions for game for okay. the cards. Mm-hmm. And I love stuff like that. Right. Uh, and Alpha Clash is another one, right? Um, and it's easier uh, again. Star Wars, not a small IP, right? Because <laughs> what I was gonna say was, I feel like it's easier for a smaller team, mm-hmm. right, to quote be genuine because you don't have the red tape and bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can tell stories about. I feel like uh, it's neck and neck with Disney. It's like the same thing, right? <laughs> 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 right. But but again, like when you're dealing when you're dealing with large companies and corporations. Yeah. Yeah. It it can get it, it can get harder to be genuine. Mm-hmm. It, it's harder to be transparent. Is actually I think a okay. better way to say. Okay. It's harder to be transparent because you can be one hundred percent honest, and then <laughs> and then people are just like, yeah, well, he's got to say that because of you know <laughs> Disney or Star whatever the case, right? Yeah. But I think it's easier to be transparent when you're a smaller team and you don't have to, mm-hmm. you don't you're not able to hide behind any legalese or anything. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So from that same point, it's, it's easier, but I think Ridge and the team at rising empire studios is doing a phenomenal job. So we're in the middle, we're in the midst of spoiler season for set two yes. for clash crowns. Okay. Um, I'm currently reading the, I have an advanced copy. Thanks Ridge and team of the alpha clash novel. I am enjoying the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know, I've mentioned this to you. Hey, Jim, do I ever when we're when when we're playing Magic, do I ever really care about the lore for Magic? No, <laughs> no. I've never once cared about the lore. I only ever cared about the War of the Spark. War of the Spark because that was <laughs> that really was interesting. It. That was that so was good, it. dude. That was so good. <laughs> to this good. day, I go back and watch and that watch that. Tra- oh, 100%. oh my goodness, so good. But again, it was a compelling story. Yeah, it yeah. was a compelling story. And Bolas is just the best villain of. Magic six history. I Agreed. also don't know of any others. Brasco uh, <laughs> yeah. is a bad person. I hasn't she like, dude? I have no idea. I uh, I don't know if she's. I think she's been a villain hero. Who's the four color Phyrexian? Oh, the four color Phyrexian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, populate. Is it populate? Uh, proliferate. Pro- proliferate. There's a lot of Phyrexians. The four color one. Omnath. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not. It was well, now. He became, became four color at yeah, five yeah. color, though. I thought it was only. Four. Oh wait. Well, he was four color previously, <sighs> and then the fifth one, which was black, made him Phyrexian. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I don't know who the Phyrexian she's was. She's she was the like main person of the commander deck like a couple of years ago, maybe like five years ago. 
maybe even longer. I don't even remember. Ah, dude, I don't know. Dang it! I'm we're not we're not talking some. about uh, we're not talking about the white one. She uh, was, she no, was no, no, white. No, no. Elish Norn. Elish Norn. No, no, so no, no. it's not Elish Norn. The, the four color. It's. Dang it. Oh, Atraxa. Atraxa. Yeah, there that's we it. go. Her, Atraxa. Her. There we yeah, go. Yeah, I know she was also. I think a bad person. I uh, think so. Yeah. Regardless. Great card. Regardless. Great card. <laughs> anyway, the the entire War of the Spark was a compelling story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, with Alpha Clash, I I will tell you what sold me on Alpha Clash was not the cards, was not the gameplay, was Ridge and the team. Yeah. Ridge and the team is what sold me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I started diving into the lore because of the team behind it. And so now that I'm reading the book. Dude, it's it's phenomenal. Um, so I don't know when this is gonna. When, so when is this gonna go live? I think when this goes live, we're we're gonna be close to um, the launch of the Kickstarter for the book. Mm-hmm. September nineteenth is when the book, the novel, launches on Kickstarter. So I will find the link and we'll be sure to link in the description. Go check that out. You definitely should. Um, hope maybe by the time this airs, I'll be finished with the book. Who knows? Um, <laughs> But but I am enjoying I am enjoying the lore behind this game. Okay. And I can see now that I'm involved with the with the lore, like I care about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm learning more about it. As we get into set number two, I'm noticing all of these key story elements. The portal mechanic m- makes sense within the lore. Yeah. And hearing the team, they were like, we from the get-go, we designed the portal mechanic to be central to the entire game. Yeah. And now that I'm learning about the story, I'm like, this all makes sense. <laughs> it's clear to me that we have a team that is trying to tell a compelling story and is doing that through multiple mediums. Mm. Okay. And so that's where I'm like, I care about everything about this now. Give me more. Tell me more. <laughs> give me more. Right. Yeah. So from a consumer standpoint, I'm more invested now, yeah. right? Yeah. It, you can as, dive so much deeper correct, into it. Correct, correct. Mm-hmm. So if I spot that the designer is making making cash grabby moves, right? Because well, this is what everybody else does. Let, <laughs> let's make it make sense within our game, right? Mm-hmm. Sure it might like it might be fun, right? But I'm not I'm less inclined to care about it. Yeah. Right. And so I think that was where I was going when we were talking about this okay. a couple days ago. I gotcha. That's kind of my was my standpoint. Because again, you're hundred percent right. It can very much make sense. Mm-hmm. It it can make sense. It can make sense thematically, but if you don't show me as a designer like why you've done these made certain decisions. I may not be as invested as I potentially could be. Yeah. That was my only that was my only point then. Okay. That was it. Okay. So which was not said enough. It was not. <laughs> I will fully accept blame and responsibility for that one. Correct. It was not. I was all yeah, whatever. He's like, I'm not gonna say it again. I'm not gonna say I was mad. <laughs> But it did give us a chance to like hash out, yeah. you know, these ideas, and it was yeah. it was it was a good conversation. Yeah. So I was also thinking of some random stuff that could also come into the game for uh, Lorcana specifically. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about it. Let's go. <laughs> a keyword called adventurous, like a classification or a keyword. Uh, a keyword, so like reckless but adventurous. So what would that mean? Haste for questing. <laughs> they just want to get out there. Or, huh, haste for quest. So. I just called it adventurous. So, well, yeah, yeah, right. So so you think there's going to be keyword that they would come out and then they could quest immediately. Yeah. But they wouldn't, you think, would it it specifically be they can only quest immediately and not attack? Yes. Okay. Because we still have the reckless. You mean rush? Sorry, rush. Rush, sure. Okay. Still have rush and then you just throw. They would have to be probably insanely understated. 100% with one lore. <laughs> like a 0 one, one maybe for four? Still well, hang uninkable. On, hang on, hang on. How, okay, like let's go with this. How would you, how would it be statted? What would the Man. card look like? Okay. So let's let's go with this I, I keyword, feel like, okay? I feel like at four lore it would or sorry, at four cost it would still have to be about one lore. Okay. And even five. I couldn't see it being until about six 
to have two lore uh adventurous. All right, so let's so let's say it's a four costed yes. character. Yeah. What would this four costed character look like? Would it be would it be <clears throat> I assume uninkable? <laughs> I mean maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Go through it. What do you think? All right, all right. I think? can see like a, a four drop one two one three one adventurous. All and right. then if it's a one three probably make it uninkable. But even okay. at that point, I wouldn't care, I don't think. Yeah. Dude, honestly, you could make it a zero one, and I'm not going to okay. care. Okay. No, no, no I know. <laughs> I, I, I know. Okay. So that being said, well, for, do you think we'll – do you, I, I would assume we'd have to see a keyword like that eventually. Yeah. The question yeah. is when. when yeah, what when. set number do you think we would see that? Set two. It's dropping next set, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's next set. All right. I already called Ryan. Be like, hey, yo, make this happen. He's like, you know we are, we're already done with all that stuff, and it's printed, right? Go back, make a new character, <laughs> and log back in. Let me get Steve on the phone. Hey, Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. And then I have also thought about like locations. You know, the- so from the get go, we were talking about we were talking about locations, and that was something that I thought we were yeah. we were hundred percent going to see at some point. Mm-hmm. So now that we now that we know how to play the game and we've played it a good deal, yeah. Um, do you th- do you think we'll see locations? I can still see it, but I think it will take a little bit longer. I feel okay. Yeah. Where where are these? Where are these? Because uh, again, I'm I'm trying to think about it from the standpoint of the lore, yeah. like how like how the game is set, right? Yeah. Um, because you know we've got the great illuminary, right? Is that where these battles are supposed to be taking place? Do you know? No clue, dude. I've got no idea. You just idea. asked me a lore question. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm like. How would a location make sense within the context of the story in the game? That's yeah. that's that's my first question. I would try. To, I would try to answer. The character summons their home field advantage. Now, would would it be? Would locations be? There can only be one in play at a time. Or would it be like an enchantment well, where you can have multiple? That is how it originated for Yu-Gi-Oh. You could only have one field spell at a time. Right. And eventually right. it was just you could both utilize one and it's just for your stuff. Well. Is that yeah, how it got is that how it got changed in, in Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah. Because it started yeah. you said it started as one global, right? Yes. And then now it's what is it now? Yeah, it used to be one global, and now I believe it is. If there's only one out on field, I think it's still global, but there's just a lot of the cards that are specifically for your stuff, so it's not really going to affect your opponent. I don't know the exact ruling on it, okay? But you can have you can have a field spell out, and your opponent can also have a field spell out, okay? Um, affecting your your both things. Gotcha, gotcha. So my opponent's field spell does not affect my stuff. I. I I don't remember the exact gotcha. ruling, gotcha. Um, but okay. it could also state of when this is out on the field, you can, your opponent can't attack if they have more monsters than you. I so it can you. still I affect got you. you. I got you. Yeah. Understood. Understood. Okay. Okay. So locations. It's something I would love to see just because, again, yeah. with, with the whole IP, <laughs> I would love to see, like, let's go to Agrabah. Like, yeah. The Cave of Wonders, like all all this stuff. I just think it would be cool. I uh-huh. don't know how 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 we would see it, yeah. but I would love to see it. Mm-hmm. Let's make it happen. Don't know how, but let let's do it. So make adventures. That. Is there is there any? Are there other things that you thought would, would uh, those, come? Would those come were, in? Those the, were just the, the two ones? or three that really popped into my brain just randomly. Um, nothing else has really jumped out at me. Nothing I'm else. open to conversation. We're all, we're always open to conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, cause I think, I think with set one again, just like with any set one, right. Yeah. We're, I, I think Lorcana is at a, they've got a solid base. They've mm-hmm. got a solid base to work from. Okay. Yeah. And now it's, they just go up. They build upon that and, and go from there. Yeah. Right. Powerful dual color cards that you can only <laughs> utilize in those colors. <laughs> Do you think we'll see that? I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, do because th- then you'd be again like amber yeah. amethyst. Yeah, you'd only be able to you run only it. Only utilize it. Only in use it in, in mm-hmm. amber amethyst. Yeah, 
I, that's something I think we would see. Yeah, I can I see th- it. Eventually. I think we, I think we, we would be able to see stuff yeah. like that. That'd and and then you'd have a couple cards for every combination, yeah. Yeah, for every exactly. single combination. Yeah. That way, again, you're not just saying this is going to be the de facto. Mm. This is going to be the de facto tier zero. Yes, tier yeah, zero exactly. deck. Right. Exactly. Huh. I think. Yeah. That that I think that I think is going to be a no brainer. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Because again, that's we're not introducing new mechanics. Yeah, that's no, no. That's that. That would be this, that'd be super though. simple. Yeah. That'd be super simple. Still pays attention to deck building rules. So. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And again, it's inkable, non-inkable. There's no cost. I mean, just the yeah. normal cost. There's yeah. nothing. It's gonna vary. <laughs> that's the thing with like the, this resource system. It's super simple, and you don't yep. really gotta mess. You don't gotta think too hard about it. it yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would. I. I think. I think we see that. Mm. Seriously, <laughs> like, I I'm see thinking, that before I attachments. I do, <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah, I can see it. I do because I think like I think something like that is a a natural evolution. Mm. I think that's more natural than attachment cards are. Okay, what do you think? What do you think about that statement? What do you think oh, about that? Man. I don't know. It's it's hard to say a natural evolution because more natural. I think it's more natural. Okay, a more natural evolution because like again, it cuz if we're thinking about a natural evolution for a card game. Yeah. Ev- what was it? Every other card game has had equipments at from the start. Does does Yu-Gi-Oh have them? Yeah. They've had it since set 1. Granted, I don't play Yu-Gi-Oh. So, oh, yeah. they've had it from set 1. Yeah. Since the since the first set. So the, so it, so that wasn't an evolution, and it was just baked in. Exactly, that was just baked in. Uh, did Magic have? Equi- did I they mean, have they've had artifact. They have. A, they've had artifacts for. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, artifacts. Yeah. But then, when did we see the first equipment? It's going to be the. the yeah, that question. part I don't know. Right. Right. So. Let me let, let me good, see let me see if I can let me see up. if I can search that real quick. Yeah. When did we <laughs> see first? Um, but. I mean, Pokemon has had, uh, I believe they've had equipment tools very early on. I don't think it was from set one, though. Ooh, I don't equipment remember. was introduced to core sets in ninth edition. Oh, ninth edition? Yeah. First appearing throughout Mirrodin block, that blocks uh, heavy artifacts. They present an opportunity to represent a creature's magical weapons and devices as artifacts instead of enchantments. And introduced new rules for using that. Oh, Equipment okay. was introduced to core sets in ninth edition. Two core sets in ninth edition. Yes, yeah. But okay. again, first first appearing in the Mirrodin block. Okay. Which I don't know when. Which that. is still nine or eighth. Roughly around that point. Yes. Because modern correct. goes back to eighth edition, I think, or ninth edition, whichever one it is. Uh and Mirrodin was the exact same uh time frame. Right. So okay. Alara Reborn introduced the first colored equipment. Twelve years later, Zendikar Rising introduced equipment with oh, colored Alara. equip And was cost. it was it the Grixis Scythe? I think it was the Scythe. Alara Reborn. I'm not sure. Okay. I, it it doesn't show me. Okay. Yeah. I could probably find it because because I, I love that item. I wanted to build a, an EDH deck around it, but I'm like, oh, it's not a legendary what is it? monster though. It's a it's a Grixis Scythe. It's a legendary equipment. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see if I if if it shows up. It doesn't oh. look like it does. Brass okay. knuckles, battle for blood forge, battle axe, <laughs> inch blade companion. All right, might not be the first one. That's okay though. Uh, so oh, yeah, I guess magic. Oh, those wasn't. are to- those are tokens. It was showing me. Never mind. Okay, I apologize. Um, anyway. Yeah, so magic. So, it wasn't Pokemon. I think was still very early on. Well, okay, but how does it work in Pokemon? Because what. What uh? What are we talking about in Pokemon? Uh, the Poke Tools that you can attach to your monsters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, <laughs> do energies count? <laughs> I mean, energies are just resources. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's it, it it's it's it. I mean, it's kind of the mechanic. Yeah, you know, the whole mechanic of attaching of attach it to a monster and then you could utilize yeah. the yeah right right. I could see it. It's arguable. Yes, <laughs> I can see it. I, I will say in that conversation, mo- I'm pretty sure I said multiple times I can't see it. Yeah. I could see it. I was um, just being. I was just being a pain. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. <laughs> the truth. 
comes out. So I just love, dude. <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm like, damn, what the? What the, the troll has gotten trolled. Dude, I'm like, what are you talking about? No, dude, dude trolling he got, and he got so mad. mad. He got so mad. I'm though. like, damn, what the <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> Be honest, he's you like, were like so he's bad. Like, he's like, dude, there's there's zero possibility. I don't think <laughs> I did. Just I like, say zero possibility. <laughs> what, I probably pretty, did pretty much. <laughs> and then you're like, I can't see it before five years. I'm oh, like, that means dude. it's not zero possibility. That's funny. Oh goodness gracious. <laughs> oh guys, we have a good time here. We have a good time here, just messing with oh, each other. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm crying over here, uh, dude. Yeah. Oh, goodness. it was a good time. It was a, it was good, a time. good time. <laughs> But in all honesty, like, I loved that conversation because now we get to have this one. Dan hits me up the next day. He's like, dude, I got our next (laughs) podcast. (laughs) I did. I'm not going to lie. Because I think I was driving and I'm like, this was was actually a really interesting and good conversation. Let's continue it on the podcast. (laughs) And that's why, in all all honesty, though, guys, Uh, like, seriously, and that's why I, this is one of the reasons I love having a podcast. Like, it gives us a good opportunity to, like, hash out these ideas and just, you know, have fun and talk about it. Dan has sometimes asked me before, is like, oh, so what do you want to talk about on the podcast? I'm like, I don't know, man. And then we just randomly start talking about something. And he's like, that's what we're talking about on the podcast. (laughs) Yep. 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 100%. So just happens organically. It it does. It it really does. Um, But yeah. um, So this was, this is a little bit shorter. I mean, we're a little bit shorter of of a topic, but I thought, I thought, I thought this is a really, really good conversation. But all that being said, I want to know what you guys think. If you guys are listening, you're watching, let us know what you think. All right. If you're watching on YouTube, leave us a comment down below. Do you think if you play Lorcana, if you're interested in Lorcana, are we going to see cards that attach to characters within the first five years? Do you, yes. do you agree with Jim or do you agree with me? I say no. Jim says yes. You let us know down below what you think. And I did say in that conversation that if I was wrong, I will be the first one to admit it. I will. I will be the first one to let you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably what will happen first. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. So uh, let us know what you think down below. Really interested in what you all have to say. Um, Because, yeah, I think I I think in this type of game, again, after meeting Ryan and after meeting Steve and having Mm -hmm. conversations and then learning more about the game, I'm just like, I feel like I have a good enough grasp on the design intent of what they were trying to do. So I just don't think it flows naturally, but again, not, I'm not the designer. It's not my Mm. choice, whatever you have you, but again, I'll still probably play and I'll still probably have a good time. (laughs) He's like, yes, finally. Yeah. Right. (laughs) My aerial is good because then you're going to play it, restand, equip to her, make her bigger. And you're going to love it. Okay. Not wrong. You're going to love it. You are not wrong. So, um, with that being said, okay, again, let us know what you all think down below. Um, we're going to move on to oh, yeah. the card of the week. I almost forgot what it was, but I know it now. You got, you know it? All yeah, right. we're good, we're good. So we are currently in the midst of doing our set review. Yes. Set review for Disney Lorcana. Um, we have three colors down, three colors to go yes. at the time of recording, um, so I don't, when this goes live, I don't know how many are going to be live, but we're, we're going to be in the middle of it somewhere. All right. Yeah. So, um, this card we talked about yesterday when we recorded the episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, this interaction we didn't really think about. Okay. So it's the card, good. the card is Tinkerbell most helpful. So Tinkerbell most helpful, uh, is again, Disney Lorcana inkable for cost two, three, two storyborn ally fairy she's a common rarity card and she has evasive so a naturally evasive character and then also has the ability (laughs) pixie dust when you play this character chosen character gains evasive this turn now when we rated this um i'm gonna find the rating that we gave it okay uh did we because we started a minus Yep, that sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about right. right. So a, so we we gave this card an A minus because mm-hmm. we do think this is a pretty solid yeah. card, a very yeah. solid card. Now, one thing we didn't talk about was that pixie dust ability. Jim, yeah. uh, why don't you talk about it? 
So when you play this character, chosen character gains evasive this turn. You could utilize it for your cards, but you can also utilize it for your opponent's cards. Why would you you why would you give one of your opponent's things <laughs> evasive, Jim? Uh, randomly off the top of my head, definitely haven't seen this before anywhere. I came up with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> We came uh, up at the corner with the case, guys. Yes, Nobody else yeah, did. No one else. Don't go on Twitter. I'm sure this is on there somewhere. Or on the Disney and Lorcana HQ Discord. Yeah, yeah just don't stay go there. there. Just stay don't away go from there. there. Uh, so if your opponent has a, a bodyguard card, you can give them evasion or evasive. I just want to call it evasion. I know. <laughs> so uh, you I. can give them evasion. And um, the bodyguard does state has to attack them if able. Correct. If you have a card that does not have evasive, you cannot legally target the evasive card. So now getting around all the bodyguard triggers that was once protecting him to attack any other thing on his board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, again, we came up with this. Nobody yep. else did. Okay. Yep. Our idea. All yep. right. Uh, Tinkerbell can, uh, hit like a Simba and so then you, you can swing in with a flounder yeah. on a, <laughs> yeah. what was it? Lilo? Uh, uh, I mean, uh, li- uh, like a Lilo. Lilo. Yeah. Like a Lilo. <laughs> <laughs> again, we came up with this. Nobody else thought of it. Kappa. <laughs> wait, didn't, wait, didn't I hear like, um, uh, Man, I, for some reason, there's the uh, the word beta stuck in my head. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Cabled. <laughs> I don't even know that guy's a real name. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what it is. But it's know. cabled on Twitter, guys. Yeah. Uh, again, we thought of this. No, all yeah. right. All right. Gig, the gig but, is up. But aside from that, right? Yes. yes. Four cost evasive. To lore, I was playing the game with Noah today. Right oh, you before were? I got here. Okay. Uh, we were we were at a game store and we we also cracked a case of Yu-Gi-Oh. The latest a set. Case. That, yeah, a case. It was hundred and eighty bucks. After we heard it, we were like, "Let's split for this. the case." Yes. For a case of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> what the right? heck, dude? So we we got it. it was hundred and eighty bucks. Pulled phenomenal good stuff. We easily plussed. And, uh, well, now I just got to sell it, right? Um, but then after <laughs> How dare that, you? How uh, dare you? <laughs> how dare I play the market? Um, so we <laughs> then we were playing Lorcana in Pongo. I, I've never played Pongo before. But after dropping him and talking about this Tinkerbell, dude, it's kind of Tinkerbell, really nice. Tinkerbell is strictly, a strictly better version yes. of Pongo. But after playing the evasive two lore yeah even he's like i hate that dog yeah <laughs> he couldn't handle it i dropped the second one on him yeah. he's like i i literally can't do nothing were you just playing with the precons exactly oh, yeah. <laughs> and even with the precons i was like oh well the green red one's not like too too strong in comparison but then i just oh man i let man, him have him <laughs> in in the mid what was he playing uh he was playing the uh purple amber he was playing the better deck. To- yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, wow. dude, he had an explosive start. He was destroying me on, on board presence. Okay. And then it got to around turn five, and I'm like, Mad Hatter? I, I turn one the shield, right? So I'm like, turn six, I tap Mad oh, Hatter, re-stand him. He can't do anything to it. The following turn, tap for three again. He now has to swing two cards into it. Draw two. I'm drawing two oh, cards. Dude. I have double Pongo out on board. He's just like, oh, my God. I can't do this. He's like, where? where's the Where's the removal? I'm like, that deck doesn't have yeah, any. Yep. Kay. Enjoy. Okay. Uh, Rafiki? Yeah. <laughs> He's not getting around it. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Wow. Yeah, it was rough. So th- these four-cost evasive two-lore, this is phenomenal yeah. cards. They yeah. are really good. And that's exactly what we've been saying in our, in our set review is, yeah. like, anytime we see something that's got two, that's that's what we're looking for. Yeah. But, like, anything with evasive and one, one lore, we're like, eh, yeah. eh, all right, that's okay. But then you start seeing two-lore evasion. Yep. Man, oh man. Yep. So, yeah, so that is this week's card of the week. Uh, Tinkerbell, most helpful from Disney lore. <laughs> and we're going to retcon right now. Uh, Tinkerbell is an A card, not A minus. I'm changing it live. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, so that's this week's card of the week. So, all right. Well, <clears throat> that with all of that being said, thanks everybody for hanging out with us today. This was, uh, this was an enjoyable conversation. I'm, I'm curious. What did you guys think of the conversation? Let us know down below. What do you think about Tinkerbell? Mm-hmm. Leave a comment. Let us know. Um, but yeah, again, really interested in all of your opinions on, uh, are we going to see these uh, natural evolutions in card games come to Lorcana like attachments? Are we going to see stuff like that? Again, we know we know we're going to see stuff. Uh, the one other thing is, you know, we've seen in Magic the Gathering is a big thing and a lot of other games plus one plus one counters. Yeah. Like yeah. do do we see stuff like that? I think that's yeah. easier that's something easier to do. Mm-hmm. Um I could see it, but then it also gets in the way of the damage, the damage counters. counters. Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. there's there's a lot. But I'm interested I'm really interested because we've talked about how much difference of a game Disney Lorcana yeah. is. I'm really interested to see where they go with mm-hmm. the design. Like what choices they make, how they make this different, how they make it stand out. Are they just going to naturally evolve just like all the other games mm-hmm. or are they going to make different decisions mm-hmm. and again, continue to distinguish mm-hmm. themselves as the de facto different type of game on the market? I think you can do both. <clears throat> you can bring stuff from other games oh, sure. that people also enjoy sure. and still separate yourself by including these different things. And, and my and the other thing that I had mentioned as well was you don't have to do what's expected. Yeah. You don't just because someone else does it, you don't have to do it, mm-hmm. right? Especially if you're still successful. Oh, yeah. If people still love it, you don't got to do what everyone mm-hmm. thinks you should do. 100%. Right? And and I'm more of a fan of that. Like I mm-hmm. want to see that. I don't I I want to see uh games and designers just purposefully be different, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if they're being successful. Like keep doing more of what's making you <laughs> successful, but I get interested interested to see where they go with the design of Disney and Lorcana. So uh, with all that being said, Jim, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter, <laughs> Twitch, Instagram at Jim Morgan HNH. You guys can find me on Twitter at underscore DG Campbell and on Instagram, Daniel.G.Campbell. If you head over to our website, www.hobbiesandhappiness.com, Excuse me. You can find links to all of our social <laughs> platforms there. Uh, you can find our YouTube, pretty much everything there. And again, if you are listening to the audio version of this podcast, don't forget, leave us a five-star review. Help us get into more ears for everybody. This, it's going to help grow the show. So uh, if you could do that, we'd be greatly appreciative. So again, thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us today. And we will see you in the next episode of the podcast. See everybody. Take care. Oh,